Store Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Stacey Bratzel and Daryl McIntyre on 630 Chat. 5 this Tuesday morning. You're listening to This Morning with Stacy and Daryl. And Daryl is here, but Morley is not. He's oh, taking a, an extra day to enjoy it. So he'll be back it. tomorrow. Yeah, of course tomorrow. he will. The gang will all be here on a Wednesday. Yeah, looking forward to having the gang uh, all back together. Um, while you were away, um, mm-hmm. the encampment issue really took center stage for more than a week, right? They, you know, police, hundreds of times they've taken down encampments, but this widespread encampment closure that they were preparing for and they gave notices um, really set people off. It ended up in court, and now they're, it seems like it's going to be on a much smaller scale, individual and and they are going uh, and dismantling the camps that they deem the highest risk. So they've taken down, I think, two two encampments. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know what? Jim Garnett is, is probably more up on the numbers than I am. He's a spokesperson for Edmonton Coalition on Housing and Homelessness. And Jim, you were there when the encampments were taken down. Or have they taken down two encampments or, or more than that? Yes, good morning. They've uh, they've taken down two of the eight that were identified in the in the court action you were talking about. Another one scheduled for this morning and another one for tomorrow. So by by noon tomorrow, four of the original eight will have been taken down. Uh, help give us some perspective on, on what is deemed to be a high risk encampment as opposed to a non high risk. Well, one of the concerns that, that Edmonton Coalition on Housing and Homelessness has is that it's a pretty arbitrary uh, measure. Uh, it's determined by a, a little group of people sitting in an office someplace. Uh, there, there are on paper some statements about you know health and safety issues, but there's no real um, reason to have confidence that that that's a, a very objective measure. I would I would suggest that in fact the criteria for taking camps down is uh, where they feel that there have been um, a fair number of complaints expressed. That just means people don't like looking at them. It doesn't mean that they're any worse or, or better to, to live in. Uh, none of these camps are good places to live, of course, and, and we're not by any means wanting to see people having to continue to live like this. But the uh, the, the, the use of this high risk is it's just a way to make it sound like they're doing something in a more fair and careful way. It's it's not uh, a real measure. So you admit that the people shouldn't be living in the in the situations that they are right now. You were there. Uh, I know that you called on on people to come and witness it, and I saw it on mm-hmm. social media. People um, taking pictures of the police and and the city um, and garbage trucks taking down the encampments. What did you see, and what would you do differently than than what you witnessed? Well, let me start at the end and say that what we could do differently is already in practice in other Canadian municipalities, and that is that we could accept that for now, because of the terrible failure to build housing for people, there's going to be people camping, and we could make camping safer and healthier for those that that are um, either forced or, or making that choice. Uh, and, and we've got cities in Canada that are that are um, 
creating small campsites with good tents that have sanitation and 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 safety supervision. We've got communities that are building small uh, wooden structures that again allow people to lock their door and be safe. So we could do something quite different. Edmonton has the shameful record on a per capita basis of far and away tearing down campsites as as its response to these people compared to any other municipality. And so we need to understand that that we've allowed a serious problem to arise by letting governments back away from building housing for decades and that uh, just tearing people's current shelters down when all they can do is walk around the block and find a new place to set up a new shelter is not remotely a solution to anything. It's making life more dangerous, more stressful for the people that are living like this, not improving anything. Uh, they have to. They have to ensure that there are sufficient shelter spaces that are available to people in order to take down uh, an encampment. Are there not resources through the different shelters, and uh, that's how people can can get help and try to take advantage of what is being offered? No, just like with the the use of the high risk term, the 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 issue of shelter spaces is really misrepresented. These are the basic facts. On any given day in Edmonton, somewhere in excess of 3,000, officially, that's the official count, people are homeless. There are, as of last um, Saturday, 1,120 available shelter spaces in Edmonton. So it is impossible to be able to say that every time camps are torn down, people could go to a, to a shelter space and live there. But there are additional problems beyond that in that some of the people that are camping have reasons why shelters are not possible for them. On Saturday, we saw one case of, of a woman, for example, who trying to cope with the stresses of her life has a little cat that kind of helps her get by and, and get through the stresses of her life, she can't go into a shelter because they don't accept uh, pets. There are people that that um, want to live together in in uh, different social relationships that can't go into shelters. And so, first of all, there's not enough shelter space, no matter what is said. And secondly, shelters are not an, an answer um, to replace camping in every case. Uh, you'd mentioned you'd mentioned uh, trying to to come up with you know better better camping facilities or you know with supervision. That almost the mm-hmm. first thing that jumped to my mind was that sounded like it would be a refugee camp, sort of a societal refugee camp. Yeah, well, you know that's a terrible analogy in that right now. If but you is it accurate? Down, well, uh, it, it would be. Um, it would be not unlike what we currently have with shelters. I mean, shelters are very temporary um, places for people that don't have housing to be able to survive. And so uh, a campsite that was supervised and had sanitation and, and maybe heating and cooking facilities would be would be a, a more formal camping situation. And, 
it would increase the chance that people would stay safe and healthy as long as we're not building the housing that they need. And is that sustainable, though? I know, I know I've, I've seen these tents that you're talking about. I think they're, they're, I think they're in Toronto and I think Halifax. Are those some mm-hmm. of the cities yes. that, are, that are doing it? How sustainable mm-hmm. is, is that? In, in terms of, well, a, of, a, of a community, and is that going to be a permanent thing, like, or is that just sort of a temporary band-aid fix? Well, I, I really hope all of these things, shelters and better campsites, are, are all temporary because we, we never had homelessness in this country until we, we quit building housing for people with small amounts of money. So the, the real answer is to get back to building housing. But when you ask about how sustainable it is, the city of Edmonton will have spent something close to, to $5 million over the last two years tearing down campsites. And and today there are more than there were two years ago. And so clearly spending money to tear people's shelters down over and over again when they have nowhere to go is not sustainable as an answer. It solved nothing. And so to at least attempt to carefully invest in in a, a better way for people to live that are not going to go into shelters and don't have housing is well worth putting some effort into. Uh, Jim, before we let you go, uh, what do you think the impact of taking down these uh, these encampments uh, over the, these four over these uh, few days? What what impact is that going to have on people? What what is the result going to be? The result for the people camping is the same as the hundreds of times they've done this before. The people move a, a few hundred meters or around the block and they end up setting up a new camp but they're traumatized by the process in practical terms they lose their possessions their personal identification um, the the sense of community that they've had with others but this the, the scale of what's happened this past few days is such that I also hope a result for the rest of us in Edmonton will be for the first time to maybe have our eyes open and to say this is not how we live together as a community. This is not how we want to treat each other. We have a an obligation to make sure everybody in this city can live a decent um, reasonably safe and healthy life and, and let's start demanding that of the people that make decisions. We're hearing a clip from uh, Premier Danielle Smith. Of course, housing is a, is a provincial responsibility and, and she's weighing in on, on this issue along with uh, safety in a year-in interview that we had with her. Um, mm. And she's saying that there is enough shelter and enough programs for everybody who wants them. Well, this, seems, this seems like, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not so simple as in giving somebody a house. You know, many people have complex addiction issues. They have complex mental health issues. It's, it's, it's not just a home that they need. They need, they need help. That's exactly right. Uh, people need the physical facilities where where they have the needs. They need the whole range of supports. Uh, they need to be able to be part of a community of people that can also support and care for each other. Um, and so it, it's simply incorrect to say that we have enough shelter space and the more important thing is that shelter space is not a solution for people to have decent lives. I 
have seen over and over, when people have real housing, they can start putting their lives together, especially if they have the extra supports they might need. But when they're trying to just barely survive in shelter, whether it's whether it's a, a physical facility shelter or whether it's a campsite, they're, they're just trying to stay alive there, and many of them die in that way. Uh, it's, it's simply not an answer. Jim Gurdett, thanks so much for your time this morning. Appreciate uh, you chatting with us. Thanks for your concern about the issue. All right, take care. Bye. Uh, Jim Gurnett is a spokesperson with the Edmonton Coalition on Housing and Homelessness. There are a lot of layers to this. I don't know how many times I've I've entered a conversation about encampments and I end the conversation with, I don't know. Like, I don't know. This is this is really complex. And and I'd like to know an example of, of a city of a community that's doing it right and and actually seeing a dent, uh, you know, causing a dent in, in in the number of people who are living rough on the streets. Uh, not just dealing and, and changing that that, that that camping situation in the short term, but actually in a, making in a difference and change. This, just doesn't, this is not going to work, right? No. It's it, it, There's some issues within... Yep within uh, themselves that they need, you know, whether it's addiction or whether it's mental health or, or both that, that need to be, that need to be resolved before they can, you know, live a more normal life. And I don't know either. I see that. I don't know. Yeah. It's so complicated. Lots of people on the text line.